僕には指四本など失ってもいい理由があるそれは父を守るため家を守るため君らとは戦う動機の格が違うんだ Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk hardcore and punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us and we give our honest reactions to it. It's not really a review show. We don't make value judgments about most of the music that we hear. We just really like punk and hardcore, so we get together every week and we talk about it. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice and we usually get through between five and seven of the bands. Um, sorry, for, uh, sorry for the delay on the episode. I was out in Tacoma hiking, hiking up mountains and shit. I thought I would have some time to record while I was out there, but it ended up being... Uh, More time consuming than I expected it to be, but I did see some beautiful forests. I saw some rainforests. I saw some uh, some some tundra-like conditions with permafrost. I I hiked across um, in an eight inch an eight inch precipice of snow with basically a sheer drop to a certain death on one side, which is a thing that I would not have done ten years ago. But um, I don't know. I guess with with age, I'm becoming dumber, or some of my Uh, deeply, deeply held uh, phobias are diminishing somewhat because I, I went ahead and tackled it. Um, had a good ass time. I stayed, I stayed away from people, so uh, hopefully did not bring the coronavirus back. Yeah, I um, mean, but uh, it's not that you're getting dumber. It's just like you know, fuck it. What are you gonna do? Be safe until you're too old to not do anything? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's I try I try to have that be my approach to most things anyway. But there there are certain things that in the past I've just uh, I, I've not had the wherewithal to conquer. Uh, heights were one of them. But the older I get, the less I I really care about them. They still they still creep me out. Uh, don't get me wrong. I was uh, my legs were shaking a little bit when I was when I was making my way across the side of that mountain. But also it was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like when the fuck am I going to get the chance to do this again? This is fucking awesome. I'm not, right. I'm not going to be a bitch and like turn around and hike 10 miles back. Just, you know what I mean? And ultimately, uh, felt, felt great. I can't wait to do it again. The North, the Pacific Northwest is, uh, truly one of the most beautiful places in this nation. Unfortunately populated by a lot of shitty rednecks, but you know, they're you not, were in the, the you were, no. you were in the, uh, the, uh, one of those areas of the state that, You know, I mean, if it came down to it, we'd just balkanize it, right? I think right. I said before, yeah. just just give them fucking Idaho, give them Western Washington, just fucking balkanize it, give them a fucking landlocked hell hole. So, uh, so you got any uh, any points of order this week before we dive into the into the music? Um, not really. I mean, I didn't do anything. I just fucking, I just uh, sat around in the basement, um, figuring out how to play uh, Dungeon Dragons in a unnecessarily complex virtual way. Um, right. So, you know, uh, that's what I did. The Basically, the entire time you were gone was put in uh, about 30 hours um, exploring facets of computer programming and machinations that uh, I never really considered. Yeah, for sure. Um, which um, I mean, I'm, I'm very stoked to try out. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we could do it in Discord or something like that, but I, I wanted something that was a little bit more immersive. Um, so I went with uh, Foundry, and it's not too bad once you get your feet under you. But uh, for someone like me that literally has not owned a gaming system or basically played video games for more than three hours in the past mm -hmm. decade, um, you know, It's uh, it's kind of swimming in new waters. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, nonetheless, I think that the uh, I think the returns on it will be great because from everything that I've read about it, it sounds fucking sick. So I'm very stoked to play some D and D. Um, and, uh, like I said, I know, I know less, far less about it than you, obviously, but you, uh, you, you know, send it to our uh, text in the group chat about it. I looked into it a little bit. It looks very cool. And, uh, I would highly suggest any, any of our uh, listeners who are also into D and D and tabletop gaming should definitely check it out because it looks very fucking cool. It seems like the possibilities of what you can do with it are, uh, are pretty endless and, uh, way beyond any other virtual tabletop that I've seen thus far. So. Yeah. So we'll see. It might be fun. It might yeah. not. Um, for sure. But whatever. No, I don't have, a, I don't have a whole lot going on. I've been trying to fish. I haven't caught any fish. Um, mm-hmm. but I haven't been out that much. I've been, uh, sitting around in my, in, in my basement. Um, I've been, uh, getting fucking irritable and angry and, uh, just, uh, you know, what else is new, right? <laughs> Yeah, in the perfect mood to listen to some new music with an open mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've been irritable for the past two weeks and angry um, to the point that, like, it was pointed out to me in a sad, disappointed, and calm way, which is worse than, like, an angry, like, confrontational way. You know what I mean? Like, when somebody's like, you know, I'm kind of worried because you've been a shit, and uh, right. I don't really understand where it's coming from. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. But um, you know what? It's coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place <laughs> of uh, deep, undying disdain for um, this entire fucking globe, right? I mean, it, essentially, right. it, it, mainly the bipedal apes that inhabit it, right? Indeed. So, you know, I think it comes from a sound place of, uh, it's, it's definitely, a, a it, it comes from a, so, a rock solid foundation as solid as any rock that love stood upon. My hate is anchored firmly to that substrate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that I remember the first time I ever went and saw a therapist, the, the big point of contention when I went in there was my assertion, which I still stand behind to this day, and which is often a point of contention with therapists, which is that all of the negative feelings that I have about my fellow man and about the world around us are entirely justified and only a complete moron would not agree with my point of view. Yeah, Um, I I, I saw that. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. No, no, that's, that's, that's really the only thing I was going to say. It's just like, it's, it, it's, I think that by and large, I find myself uh, growing happier as I get older because I, I learn to come to terms with the world around me a little bit better. Uh, or at least I, I actually don't learn to come to, to terms with the world around me at all. I learn to come to terms with my role in that world and my position in it and my um, total satisfaction with keeping it at arm's length, uh, which in turn makes me happier. But but yeah, my position in in terms of uh, just my my critical view of of humanity as a fucking concept and society as a concept, I think it would be very hard uh, to come up with a a sound logical argument against that position. Um, which yeah, as I've said, has caused a, a certain degree of conflict um, anytime I've seen a therapist because I've just been like, look, man, I understand that I'm negative, and I understand that that's probably not the uh, desired mental state uh, for your clients. But uh, nonetheless, like, am I fucking wrong? Well, you know, to quote, to quote, uh, fucking the big Lebowski, am I wrong, dude? You know what I mean? That's, that is my mantra. Am I fucking wrong? No, like I I saw, you know, I mean, our mind is polluted with fucking memes. Right. And, and definitely like our, uh, 
our uh, just as much as anybody else, like our perception of reality is definitely swayed by um, the, the 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 cultural toxin of memes. But um, right. I saw a fucking video of a woman angry that she couldn't go in some place because she had to wear a mask. This is an mm-hmm. adult, right? I mean, there, wait, wait, mm-hmm. there's there's literally thousands of these videos right now, right? But this was right. an adult, like grandma adult, like somebody's fucking granny. And yeah. she's plastered against the fucking window with her face smashed against it, screaming and licking the window. Yeah, dude, that video is insane. She's like a wild fucking animal. Right, and I thought, and I thought to myself, you know... I'm all for live and let live, but uh, that motherfucker needs to die. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. You know what I mean? Like, for like sure. how how is the world a better place with this person on it? How? How is it a better place? Tell me how the world is a more sane, rational place with this person inhabiting it. Right. No, because for sure, if she, man. Because if she's I mean- that fucking bonkers, right? If she's that fucking feral and bonkers, right? You can only imagine what the generations of progeny she has fucking produced how they must be, right? Sure. I mean, it's like, yeah. I'm towing a real fucking fine line when I say some shit like that. But like, fuck me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you put a dog down if it was acting that way. Well, no, I mean, I get it, man. I mean, it's it's that precise line of thought is essentially what's driven me into total political nihilism because when I when I look at it from a pragmatic perspective, the only fucking conclusion I arrive on is like far left authoritarianism. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> yeah, like and it's like, and I don't want to be a far left authoritarian. <laughs> No, I don't. But like when I follow my fucking line of thought to its logical conclusion, it always ends up with like, dude, we have to put all the rednecks in re-education camps. There's no, you know what I mean? But I understand. That's why why, you can't re-educate, just balkanize, right? Give them fucking, give them Western Washington. They got Matt Shea over there. And if you're not familiar with Matt Shea, uh, he's a dominionist, he's a Christian fascist, and he was a state representative that actively called for a war against non-believers saying that we should execute uh, men first and then take the women to breed them. Like, dude, dude basically read the fucking handmaiden's tale and said, yeah, of course, this makes total sense. Um, right. And this dude was a fucking elected representative of the good people of Eastern Washington. So, you know what? Give them that part of the state. Give them all those fucking hell holes out there with the beautiful scenery and the horrible fucking trolls that live in the mountains and uh, balkanize mm-hmm. it off. Wall it off. It'll be landlocked. They won't have access to resources and just let them eat themselves. Fuck them. Yeah, for sure, man. Just like a Pacific Northwest version of Escape from New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so on so that, yeah, I don't know. So, man. so hold on a second though. I got to back up because I just realized that it's not a very positive thing for me to say. <laughs> no, it's not. So I guess the positive thing that I hope is that, um, here's, here's, here's the positivity. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to back it up a little bit is, as I said before, everybody's mind is polluted by the fucking, the, 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 the cultural poison of memes, mine included and yours included. So Hopefully, um, you know, as solid as I think my foundation of disdain is, um, I hope to discover that it's built upon sand. Sure. That would not, nothing would make me happier. Right. So there's yeah. positivity, right? I hope to discover that it's built upon sand. And, uh, I hope to God that young people are sick of this fucking hellhole country that we've built for ourselves in the past. Well, certainly in my lifetime and, uh, right. decide to uh, do away with it. 
I, one can only hope. Yeah, I think that is, I think that that's the most positive spin on this perspective is that I, I hope to Christ every day, wake up, I hoping that I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Uh, I could, I could, I desire nothing more. I hope to Christ that someday um, I can get my hands around his fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking squeeze the life out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So on that note, uh, let's get into some music. All right. <clears throat> So let's uh, let's explore the queue this week. So first up, we have Jamie Vane's in the Quick Fix with "Kick My Ass." It is a song, uh, just a demo track. I think it's their very first song. Came out in May of this year. They are a Rochester, New York-based band that uh, was sent over to me by my internet friend Tyler Hammer. Then we have got Worm. This was sent over by a couple people. The release is Colony Collapse. They are a metallic grind band from Greenville, South Carolina that has been on my radar for a few years now. Um, I know the vocalists of this band just in passing. I think I listened to them three or four years ago when I first learned about them, and uh, and I thought it was okay. I, I haven't revisited it since. They may have come a long way since then. Then we have got Lich Magic with their self-titled release. This is, it was described to me as like black metal, thrash, punk crossover stuff. And the art certainly seems to reflect that. Then we have got Jet Jaguar with their song Anvil. Um, they evidently don't have a band camp. This was sent in by a friend of the band. I think they were, they're from New Jersey and they were described as hardcore dudes who are, are doing something a little bit different, which can really go one of two ways. Wait, wait, wait. They describe themselves as hardcore kids that are doing hardcore dudes that are doing something a little bit different. No, their friend did like they've, uh-huh. they've branched out and they're doing something a little bit different now. So that, that phrase I- quote a little bit different, um, carries a lot of fucking, unexpected weight with it it does i i will say too i'm looking at the fucking at the youtube like at the the youtube comments were just in my in my line of sight and the first one on here the one that's at the very top is just wondering why there's only positive feedback on the comments here okay song could be better <laughs> which i really like that energy must be a listener of the show well i whenever you hear somebody say like well it's this but a little bit different Hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It always gives me pause. It's it's a pizza, but a little bit different. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Waylon Jennings just put out a new record. It's Waylon as you know him, but a little bit different. Right. <laughs> and this time, yeah. like you know, that Waylon's album is mostly about dragon dildos. Right. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. It's almost exactly the same, but every song is is just a little bit fucking off, a little bit of extra flavor in there for you. And anytime you hear anybody describe something as a little bit different, you should be on guard. It, for sure. It always makes me hesitant. So uh, next up, we have got Cruelty with Immortal Nightmare. Uh, Cruelty we've had on the show before, and I, I liked it more than you, but even you didn't mind it. It is uh, definitely Coffins-esque Japanese Doom-influenced, Doom and Death Metal-influenced hardcore. Um, their LP that came out in April, A Dying Truth, I have been enjoying a whole lot recently. Um, this is an EP that dropped in June, so they're staying busy. Props to them for that. Um, yeah, like I said, I really, really, I really dig the LP a fucking lot. Um, so I'm stoked to check out this EP and see if this, uh, this meets the, the same standards that they established with that LP. 
Then we've got the band Purple Toothpaste with Scaly Floral Vine. This was sent over to our to us by our friend John Fett, but I saw a few people posting about this. Uh, I think that this is drum and bass power violence stuff. If John's sending it in, that certainly tracks. Uh, he is about the biggest man as the bastard fan that I've ever met in my life. Um, so I kind of suspect that this might be in that vein, but I'm not entirely sure. Then we have got The Path. Um, the Path uh, is a band that uh, I believe are based out of Vermont, and this was submitted to us by a member of the band. This is a split that they did with a band called Psychic Weight that uh, just came out on July 17th, so it's quite fresh. Then we have got Hanging Fortress with Blood Mountain. This is actually a return from way back at, towards the beginning of the show. I think a, a couple members of the band sent this in, a couple friends of the band sent this in, and then it was recently submitted by somebody totally unassociated with the band um and in august it will officially no longer qualify because it will be uh it will be over a year old so i figured uh since we're getting another email about it i'll throw it back in the queue enough people like it that it's been brought up to me several times then uh, we have got the band spice with their self-titled lp nate you're already familiar with this i am not but this was sent over by my friend grant williamson uh, who seems to think that uh we will dig it a lot and evidently you already do because you pre-ordered the record yeah, I liked it and, enough that I pre-ordered it. So it, it it was what I heard, you know, was interesting enough that I pre-ordered it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, last up, we have got a band called Wide Man from Denver, Colorado. I like this that was, name. Uh, Wide Man is a really good name uh, for a band, for sure. And uh, again, you know, we've, we've said many, many positive things about Denver. There's a lot of good shit coming out of there. So um, hopefully this, uh, this, this also doesn't suck. Um, I mean, shit, just the sheer volume of stuff coming out there is impressive, uh, mm -hmm. regardless of quality. Um, uh, but yeah, this was sent over by Walker, who is a member of the band. I'm not sure what they do in the band, but, uh, it's from a demo that they are putting out with Badmouth records out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's coming out on seven inch and cassette. And the song is called can't stop. That's everything we got in the queue this week. So, uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up first. Uh, okay. Um, I gotta get the dice. Okay. They are. Uh, hold on a second. They are. There we go. They were slightly out of my reach. Uh, one. All right. One is Jamie Vane's and the Quick Fix. The Bandcamp is JV and the Quick Fix It was described to me as garage punk stuff, which uh, which might really hit. Uh, hit a sweet spot for me because I have been listening to a shit ton of sixties garage stuff. Um, I was actually on the, on my drive back to my house before I started recording this episode, I was listening to a really dope LA band. If, uh, if you dig garage shit, um, definitely check them out. They're called the last. They are from the late seventies, early eighties. Their LP LA explosion from 79 is really, really fucking good. They were some older dudes that were in the punk scene out there who decided to do, um, some straight up just sixties garage revival shit. And, uh, it's a truly phenomenal record that's get, that gets overlooked. But yeah, I've been listening to that. I've been listening to kinks a lot. I've just been listening to a lot of sixties garage. So this, uh, this might be right up my, uh, right up my alley. So it's just one song kick my ass so we're gonna listen to the song kick my ass by jamie veins and the quick fix
All right, we just heard Kick My Ass by Jamie Vaines and the Quick Fix. Nate, what'd you think about that? If I had to describe it in one word, mm-hmm. it would be shitty and laconic. That's two words, but I'm, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's following a time-tested, you know, basically time-tested and endured rock and roll format albeit in a shitty way and just needs work. You know what I mean? That song yeah, felt sure. longer than three minutes and 50 seconds to me. Um, and it was, it was, I thought it sounded at the beginning like a record being played, like a 45 being played at 33. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good description. It, it it didn't have any punch. It didn't have any fucking zip. It was not. It didn't have any snarl to it. It sounded like it sounded like it was barely keeping up with itself, even at the pace that it was going. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. It 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 was shitty and laconic. Um. And that's fine. It's a demo. It's it's like one song. I don't know how long these people have been doing this. Um, but uh keep working. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep working. Yeah, for sure, man. This is uh this is definitely not there yet. Um I don't know. The the people in the in the photo appear too old to be this bad at their instruments, but it could be a new hobby. And, uh, I certainly don't want to discourage you just because you're, you know, 27, 28 years old, whatever, this, despite from, the fact uh, getting that into we, music. we always fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think a lot of the time we assume that, that if somebody is older and they're playing shitty music, they've been doing it for a while and have just never gotten better at their craft. But it's yeah. entirely possible that this is a new hobby. You know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, cool. Yeah. Um, this definitely, I mean, it definitely sounds like people who, who don't know their way around their instruments yet. And I find that endearing in 14-year-olds, not so much in, in 27, 28-year-olds. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's a bad sign when I'm better than your drummer because I'm not a drummer, right? So uh, there's, I think, I think the format that you're, that you're, playing within is is fine and when it's executed well uh it's something that i thoroughly enjoy i mean this was in the lineage of uh new york dolls and stooges and shit like Mm -hmm. that stuff that's pretty universally enjoyable um and i didn't even think the songwriting was was awful um the the chorus was really catchy i liked the chord progression it was simple it was kind of mean the refrain was was fun and catchy but yeah it it really dragged on um you know this this had no business being three minutes and 50 seconds long and the lethargic pace made it seem even longer if this had cut off at the one minute and 50 second mark or the 230 mark i think it would have endeared itself to me a lot more um but yeah i think uh you know don't give it up but definitely practice get get tighter um there's there's a there's a long way to go before the execution i think matches what's in your brain that's yeah. that's my personal opinion and and that's what i'm saying it's 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 a tested rock and roll formula that you know basically is foolproof but it just takes a little more it takes a little more time to get there because the 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 concept of the song was fine and dandy but the execution of it was uh, a drag this right, sounded sure. this sounded like a shitty 
bar band from Rochester trying to play Stooges songs in a Harmony Corinne movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a pretty good description. Yeah, definitely. Which, which, when it's in the Harmony Corinne movie, is great, right? Uh, but when it's on my podcast, is is less great, right? <laughs> right, for sure. If I were in the room for this, I would like it, but I would like it for all the wrong reasons, right? So, yeah. And if and you I, want me, if you, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, if you want me to like it for the reasons that I assume uh, you you desire to be enjoyed and liked, yeah, I think it's just a matter of. Of uh, of keeping at it and doing getting getting your ten thousand hours in. That's yeah, that's all. Yeah, if I'm in the room for this, the only way that I'm staying around the whole fucking set is if there's something else to do. If there's a pinball machine or some shit like that. Otherwise, I'll right. watch a few songs. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm fucking, I'm gonna go outside. For sure. Yeah, yeah. This is like when you're on tour. This is the much needed uh, shitty local band local band that you don't feel bad standing outside for. Now, um, I'll tell you what. I would much rather see this than like shitty fucking beatdown, even well performed fucking. Oh beat yeah, down. you know what I mean. No, no contest. Yes, right. Absolutely. I would much rather see this than than like shitty fucking, uh, you know, knuckle dragon fucking bros doing whatever it is they do. I, I don't. They could be doing the most radical shit, right? They could be fucking, <laughs> you know, fucking painting painting a fucking Van Gogh mural while doing kick flips on a fucking longboard. And I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a shit what you're doing. You got the mesh shorts. You talking to me like uh straight edge makes you fucking hard and you're some sort of fucking, you know, true till death motherfucker. I'm out the fucking door. I don't care what you're doing. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. But this, <laughs> you can suck and you can look like a piece of shit. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you fucking fall over and barf in the recovery position at the end of your set if I'm seeing this, right? But I'll watch the whole thing <laughs> to see if that happens. Right, for sure. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty solid summary of it. And I, I don't want to go too hard on this stuff. Like I said, I, at the moment, I think it kind of sucks, but I think the potential for it not to suck is there if you just stick to it. So, uh, so don't be discouraged by our harsh words, you know? Yeah. So uh, on that note, let's uh, let's roll the dice, see what's up next. Seven. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven is Hanging Fortress. They finally got their got their day in the sun. The Bandcamp is hangingfortress.bandcamp.com. They are from Toledo, Ohio. I know a couple of the folks in this band, but I've just never gotten around to listening to it. Hardcore dudes playing death metal, uh, as is the the uh, trend of the week. Um, sometimes that's very well executed, as with some of the bands on the Maggot Stomp ro- roster. Sometimes you relegate yourself to... Uh, local band opening slot. Um, We will see if this transcends that. So uh, the first song on here is a self-titled track, which we always are are big proponents of. So maybe let's just listen to that. So we're going to, oh, well, there's, well, wow. They've really caused us to have to. They've got got their eponymous song, but then they've got the song that is the same, the the eponymous title of the EP. Right, exactly. I'm still Um, the fucking... The song that has the same name as your band is uh, a bigger swing. I I agree with that for sure. All right, cool. So we're going to listen to the song Hanging Fortress by the band Hanging Fortress off of their EP Blood Mountain. (laughs) 
lose that? Are the speakers dead? Well, get back out there. The speakers have to die before the sun goes down. The sun is already down. bullshit <laughs> yeah uh yeah hold kinda. on a second hold on hold on hold on okay i'm all fucked up okay go ahead all right um all right you want you want me to introduce this uh i mean yeah go ahead i mean all right that wasn't even a fucking song no, not really. Um, so, so yeah, so we're, we're already talking about it, so I'll just get right into it. So we heard the song Hanging Fortress by the band Hanging Fortress off of their three-song EP, Blood Mountain. And uh, so, so like a minute of that was a soundbite in, in intro. Um, and then the rest of the song was a semi-instrumental intro track. If you're going to do an intro track at all on a three-song EP, um, it's a bold move. It can be done, but the thing about the best intros in the history of death metal and hardcore and whatnot is that they're not a primer for the song. They're a song 
unto themselves. You, you know what I mean? Like, and and they give they give you a preview of what you're gonna get with the rest of the release. For me, a prime example of that is Intro into Life Trap by 86 Mentality. The intro to Life Trap is just as good as the song Life Trap. Mm-hmm. It's the riff immediately hits you over the head. As soon as I hear it, I want to start fucking murdering people. Right. right? This this felt like it was like, I don't know, dude. Like each successive riff felt like the first riff that was like about to get going and pick up into something more energetic and it just never did. You know what I mean? Like it just it it didn't it didn't get me there. This didn't serve the purpose that I think you want an intro to serve, which is to to sort of be a brief thesis of what the listener can expect from the rest of the release and to get them fucking amped. And and this this I will say it had the opposite effect on me. It 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 had me totally tuning out by the end, you know? Yeah. Um okay, so I honestly I didn't even pay attention to the whole thing. Um mm-hmm. because it offends the listener to have the longest track on your three song EP mm-hmm. be nothing. Right? Right. Yeah. So I was over it and irritated. I you know, the 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 in, the, the, the beginning sounded familiar. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that fucking, I was like, is that from a video? It sounds like a fucking cinematic from a video game. It's from the fucking Netflix Castlevania cartoon. Ah, okay. Like, word. yo, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, Castlevania, the cartoon on Netflix was kind of cool. Um, right. You know, it, 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 it certainly wasn't like badass or right. evil. Right. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? It was just like a pleasant way to spend a rainy afternoon is to watch the first couple the, the season one and season two of, of Castlevania, right? You got a shit. You're sick. That's that's when I watched it. I was sick over the winter and I fucking right. watched Castlevania. Right. Mm, um, yeah. It's not, it's not foreboding. Like, yo, your intro is from a fucking cartoon, right? From mm-hmm. a fucking cartoon. And it's about a, it, it's a fake priest, you know, being walked in by a fucking demon and asking if like these people are fucking dead. And then the demon, cause he's such a fucking badass and he's from the gates of hell has a, a deep cookie monster voice. Um, right. Which is then later tried to emulate it later in the song by the vocalist of the fucking, of the band. Um, he says, mm. no, cause I'm so fucking wicked and badass. <laughs> I'm here to destroy the church. And then like somebody fucking watched that cartoon and thought, oh, that's the fucking perfect wicked. That's the perfect minute and 30 second fucking clip to open up our eight minute or nine minute and 38 second fucking EP. Right. More than 10% of our fucking EP is going to be a sound clip from a fucking cartoon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right right yo yeah. just pull from fucking bugs bunny right uh-huh. pull from fucking space jam there's probably loads of badass fucking you know quotes you could have pulled from space jam right mm-hmm. 
fucking, I don't yeah. know, man. That so so right there, that fucking pissed me off, man. Like, yo, don't offend your listener and assume that they're fucking thirteen years old, right? Um, right. You know, if you look at if you look at fucking newer Jeeps, right? There's a certain mm. demographic of people that like to drive around in Jeeps that are all fucking kitted up with a fucking like jack on it and shit that like you're ever gonna fucking use, right? Um, right. But if you look closely, and I, I actually was so I, I was curious about this, so I looked into it. Um, you can buy an add-on for your Jeep to make it look like the headlights have angry eyes. <laughs> Right? That's so fucking dumb. So you can buy like this fucking clip, this thing that goes in the front of the Jeep, like around the grill and stuff like that, that makes it look like your Jeep has angry eyes. And there are adults that do that. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Same fucking thing with a goddamn minute and a half long cartoon intro on your stupid fucking death metal album. Right. Right? Yeah, it's, for sure, it's, man. It's fucking, yeah. it's fucking, it's, it's banana brain shit. Right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking banana brain shit. You know? Like it yeah. doesn't fucking bode well for the fucking aggression of your music when you preface it with a fucking cartoon. This is uh this is a good point. Um and, and, and I will and, say and, too and, and, and yo, yo, look on the fucking look on the fucking bandcamp page. Mm-hmm. Eric, that's his favorite track. <laughs> That's not even a fucking song, dude. Just watch the goddamn cartoon, right? Because it gets a lot more fucking badass because the demon comes in and kills the fucking cleric and the priest, and then they burn the church down, right? And they rip fucking people to shreds. That's way more badass than anything that's going to happen the rest of this fucking EP. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a safe assumption. Um. I don't know, man. When, before you know, before we listen to this, I, I said there are two categories of of hardcore dudes playing death metal, and that's that's the ones that triumph and supersede that sort of uh, easily pigeonholed subgenre and and make good, convincing death metal. And then there are the local openers. And uh, I'm sorry to say, because I'm friendly with a, with a few members of this band, but uh, this is definitely local opener death metal, uh, and it's and it's very clear very very clear that this is hardcore dudes trying to play death metal and not really doing the best job i mean it's it's abundantly clear right any any old head is going to hear this and and uh it's just it's transparent it's see-through especially put putting the the bitch in there with the breakdown like it's just it's it's cornball shit and maybe you mean for it to be cornball shit and that's all well and good but uh but yeah, man, the riffs were fucking, were fucking hand, were hand boning, just like they just, they weren't hard. Um, they felt phoned in, you know, it, it largely, it just felt like a band of dudes playing beyond their skill set, um, that, that are not arriving at nearly the hard, brutal place that I think you might imagine yourself to be arriving. Yeah. Maybe um, don't watch fucking cartoons before you fucking write your songs. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe go not. on fucking live leak. Right. Yeah. True. Right. You want to fucking yeah. go on live leak and watch, watch fucking, you know, Mexican cartels cut up children with fucking chainsaws. Right. 
Yeah, for sure. Watch ISIS fucking uh, cage a man and set him ablaze. Yeah, and then and then use that instead of a stupid fucking cartoon. And like I said, I watched both seasons of it, and it is pretty fucking stupid. It's a stupid cartoon yeah. based on a goddamn video game that inspired a fucking a fucking death metal song. Yeah, and nothing good's gonna come of that. Literally, nothing's good. Nothing good is gonna come of that. Nah, nah. Like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be too harsh. I, I like a few of the people in this band. Uh, it, it, I've heard way worse shit, but this is uh, this is definitely amateur hour stuff. You know what I mean? This is uh, it, it is what it is. It's, it's local band. I, I would I would if this were a band local to my area, I would I would let you open up shows for sure. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But that's that's far as it would get. Yeah. But only I if you dress up like silly little fucking cartoon clowns and play your fucking <laughs> cartoon music that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that so would be my maybe, one Maybe Stab Wounds has a fucking two-minute-long JoJo's Bizarre Adventure intro. <laughs> <laughs> that would ta- actually Dio be talking about how he's tricked JoJo yet again, and uh, <laughs> he's back to get him. <laughs> Yeah, perhaps. Um, I will say that uh, I'm probably not going to listen to find out. So, um, so you know, I don't want to rag on Hanging Fortress too much. Um, we can uh, we can move on to the next thing. But yeah, this this wasn't for me. It's uh, it was like I said, feels very amateur hour. This is uh, a long way from from delivering on the. Uh, uh, this is a long way from delivering on the promise of of truly great death metal. This is this is not there. This is hardcore dudes that grew their hair out. Sorry, dogs. Um, let's roll the dice and see what's up next. Uh, seven again. Okay, that's spice. Um, you know, we're cheating a little bit because you already know what this sounds like, but I do not, and I am uh, so very so I, very stoked to hear what it sounds like. I knew what it sounded like when I ordered it two months ago. Okay, fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Okay, and, and and I was you know I, I was like yeah I'm into this enough that I'll fucking check it out. It's a little outside of my normal wheelhouse, but it's got a solid fucking former members of lineup, and uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh, Ross Ferrar of Ceremony is in this band. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Oh, and the and Jake from Ceremony. They're mm-hmm. okay. Cool. Um. Sick. All right. Well, that, that's enough to pique my interest. I like the artwork a lot. The Bandcamp is spiceispain.bandcamp.com. Um, Grant said his favorite song on this is Reward Trip, so I'll uh, I'll trust his intuition and we can listen to that track. It sits sure. like right in the middle of the release. So, all right, cool. So we're gonna listen to the song Reward Trip by Spice off of their self-titled LP.
right, we just heard the song Reward Trip by the band Spice off of their self-titled LP. Um, since I'd not heard that before, I'll, I'll just I'll weigh in on that real quick. Uh, I really liked that. Uh, I, I don't want to lean too hard into the ceremony association, but obviously it's going to come up considering it's it features, you know, half of that band. Um, but in a way, this feels like uh, alternate universe ceremony. Like what if they would have went a different direction after Zoo? than the direction that they went because mm-hmm. after after zoo they leaned harder into straight up post-punk um but you know ronert park was hinting at what zoo would do and then zoo was more like anthemic pub rocky stuff with like some oi influence um i feel like if they would have continued to soften their sound a little bit after zoo but leaned away from the post-punk stuff and gone more towards the anthemic pub rock indie rock shit um they they easily could have arrived at this um and certainly ross's vocals over the top uh help reinforce that idea but yeah this this was really good capable guitar rock uh you know drawing from obvious post-punk influence but kind of still firmly in the indie rock world uh this was really good i liked it a lot there's you know nothing i didn't like about that i definitely want to listen to the rest of the lp yeah and that's uh, that's how i felt about it and that's kind of why i ordered it um it got me curious i was interested in it um i didn't hear every track on it when i you know ordered it but what i did hear i liked enough that i thought you know yeah fuck it why not yeah, for sure. Yo, one second. I'm going to make Rigby stop uh, chewing on this bone because I, I have a feeling it's going to come through on the uh, on the audio. Yo, dude. Hey, I, I appreciate that you're a dog and you need a bone. Oh, Jesus, you drool all over my fucking bed. But, uh, but you're going to have to occupy your time a different way, partner, because, uh, you know, I'm recording a podcast, man. Sorry. I understand you're just a dog, but... All right, I'm back. Um... I'm back and my bed is simply covered in drool. Whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, So yeah. uh, That's usually what uh, beds are covered in anyway. (laughs) I I try to keep mine not covered in filth and drool, but uh, I think my sheets were due for a wash in anyway. So I'll just, I'll throw them bitches in the, uh, in the washer afterwards. But yeah, spice, uh, very solid, which is to be expected, I guess. Uh, considering the uh, the pedigree of those involved in this. And uh, I kind of read the description while I was listening to this song. It said that uh, the record is overwoven, uh, interwoven with like field recordings and shit too, which strikes me as uh, as potentially interesting. So yeah, I'll probably, probably put this LP on tonight after the show is is, uh, is over and just uh, and uh, feel it out because it, yeah. uh, it seems very interesting. Yeah, it... it, 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 it... You know, it falls right in line for me with a lot of the, uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's what they're pulling from, but it's got a, a, a bit more of a, I guess, beefier modern production feel of some of like, you know, the lower fi college rock and alt rock of the mid and late nineties. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, if, uh, if we don't have anything else to say about that, we, I mean, we, we both enjoyed it. Uh, there's not a whole lot that can be expounded upon there. If you want to roll the dice, see what's up next. I'm, I'm down to do it. All right, we're blazing through them tonight. We got uh, we are two shitters out of the way and uh, pretty good track from Spice. Indeed. Uh, four. Okay. Four is Cruelty. The Bandcamp is Cruelty with a K, 666.bandcamp.com. The release is Immortal Nightmare. This came out in June of this year. They are a Tokyo, Japan-based uh, death metal 
doom band with some obvious New York hardcore influence. Uh, for me, they're a band that rides just that perfect fine line of not not veering too far into overt beatdown and keeping the the doom and death metal influence um, at the forefront enough that it remains very interesting to me. Um, and one of the songs on this EP is a grave cover, which is sick. Um, but obviously, we're not going to listen to a listen to a cover, so uh, I guess let's just uh, listen to the first track on here. They definitely have some some longer song lengths. Like I said, the coffins com- the the coffins comparison is is an accurate one. I think they draw from a lot of the same well as that band. Yeah, I don't um, remember this band. I know you said we listened to them before, and looking at the artwork on the side, I do recognize the beginning of the end, the artwork there with the samurai. I think that's what we listened to. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but damned if I remember what it sounds like. So well, uh, yeah. it's it, it sounds basically exactly how I just described. Um, but I haven't, uh, I, like I said, I haven't I haven't listened to uh, to this EP yet. It looks like it's uh, some re-recorded songs from a previous release, and then that grave cover. So let's uh, let's listen to let's just listen to the first song. So we're gonna All hear right. Narcolepsy by Cruelty off of their EP Immortal Nightmare. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
Okay, we just heard the song Narcolepsy by the band Cruelty off of their EP Immortal Nightmare. Nate, what would you think about that? Okay, so I don't remember per se listening to this band before. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm about to say might very well be the exact same thing that I said before. Um, okay. Listening to this just makes me wish I was listening to Coffins. I think you said almost exactly that same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, this is like if Coffins just wanted to write shitty songs with you know no good riffs um and <laughs> lyrics that sounded like they were written by a fucking algorithm run through babblefish well to 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 be fair the man is japanese and english I'm, is not I, i'm saying I'm, I'm saying his his english is way better than my japanese um sure but like you know, those lyrics were pick a fucking lyric, a, a random lyric generator and type in the fucking, you know, type in dreams and pain. And that's what it fucking spits out. Um, sure. Like, I don't know. The music was just, it didn't move me. It didn't interest me. It just made me wish that I was listening to coffins because there, at least I get some fucking riffs and I get like a driving tempo and, uh, you know, I'd still have the same fucking heavy guitars and production and all around sound. Right, for sure. Yeah, I understand that. Um, and and I'll say too, like, this is a re-recording of some older songs. Um, 
you know, my, I hadn't heard the, I, I, I hadn't heard narcolepsy. I hadn't heard desire because I first heard them on the uh, split that we listened to, which came out in October of last year. That was my first exposure to them. Um, so I'm not familiar with any sort of older shit demos or previous EPs or anything like that. Um, this, this song, uh, the songwriting was not up to par compared to what is present on a dying truth. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, dislike it by any stretch of the imagination i liked this just fine but it left me with a similar feeling in in the sense that yeah this was just kind of less competent coffins um i think a dying truth the lp offers uh, enough variation um and just generally better and more concise songwriting that it doesn't just feel like a value value bin coffins um but when they wrote these songs maybe they had not come into their own yet because yeah i don't i don't think the songwriting on this is is quite up to snuff i didn't dislike it at all uh i liked it just fine but yeah it felt a little um it felt a little bit underwhelming compared to how much i enjoy the lp for sure yeah it just yeah Sonically, there's nothing in there a lot to offend if you like heavy sounding fucking death metal. It just wasn't a good song. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There, I guess uh, I, I, w- I, I personally wouldn't go so far as to say it wasn't a good song, but yeah, there wasn't a lot to latch on to. I really like the opening riff, um, but they, they kind of go into some stinkers a few times in there. The, the semi-melodeth uh, riff that they go into towards the latter bit part of the song is, is pretty lame. Um, yeah, like I said, I just, I, if, if you like, if you like this band, um, you probably will enjoy this, but, uh, if this is your first exposure to them, uh, go back and listen to the LP that came out in April, because for my money, it's, uh, it's the same approach, just refined and honed, uh, and executed much better. So, yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's roll the dice see what's up next we, all right so how far are we we're yeah we've only been recording like an hour so we got That's, we got we're time four to, songs and we can fit a couple more hell yeah uh three okay we gotta, we gotta get we gotta get something good other than just spice i want i want some good fucking hardcore something uh, good, i agree uh know? i i don't think this is going to be it because um this is jet jaguar so according to their friend, they are pretty sure that the band does not have a band camp. I'm looking in the I'm looking in the links on the YouTube video and it appears that they do not. They do have an official website though. Uh, any so the YouTube video accidentally just started for me and I just I caught a couple glimpses of them and I heard the guy go, "Yeah," after a uh, drum intro, so it looks like it's going to yeah. be fucking horrific. Yeah, man. I so so they have a Facebook page. They got a Twitter. They have an Instagram, and they have like an official an official uh, website. And then they're on Spotify and Apple. I, I don't know, man. For me, that's always a bad sign when you don't have a band camp, but you have all of these more like official avenues. Mm. Um, just because it tells me that you're a band that's like we're going for it. You know what I mean? Which like. It, if you're familiar with the show, you know that bands in, in that lane have um, have a, a a pretty they have a rough they have a rough history with us. So, what's the name of the uh, the website? I'm I'm trying to find the website. The website is jetjaguar.rocks. Oh no! I just clicked on that and it says it doesn't work. That the website it's a Squarespace site. The site has expired. 
Oh shit! So they're not—they're not even keeping up to date on their official website. Huh? No, that's, and that's an even worse sign. There's another jet jaguar from from Mexico. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they, and jet jaguar is a fucking character from, um, like some fucking of the, Godzilla film. It's one of the Hanna Barbera. Is it a Godzilla? I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was Godzilla. a character from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Word. Oh wait a second! Um, I, I thought I found their website okay so they do nope there's no there's a jet jaguar from chicago illinois as well <laughs> apparently they didn't do a simple google search to see if this name was taken um so so it was sent into to us by brad c he this is what he has to say about it my buddies jet jaguar have a newish music video out um sorry i don't think they have a band camp they are new jersey hardcore dudes that branched out a bit but still have the lingering flavor of east coast hardcore uh, okay well okay. Uh, all we can re- all, all we can really do is get into it right now i'm just seeing this dude's fucking haircut glaring at me and uh i'm prepared to think this sucks massive dick um but let's find out let's not judge a book by its cover let's be better than we are inclined to be <laughs> <laughs> on the youtube video you, you mentioned at the intro the last the, there's a comment just wondering why there's only positive feedback on the comments here okay song <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, and it's twenty eight comments, so they must have at least twenty seven friends. <laughs> which is more, which, yeah. hey, that's more than me. So you know, wow, sure. you know. Let's let's uh, all right. Let's just dive in, dive into it. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the benefit of the uh, of the visual to go along with this too. So yeah, <laughs> we are gonna listen to the song "Anvil" by the band Jet Jaguar. Let everyone 
Out of here. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of fucking thoughts, man. Dude, I got a lot of thoughts. Dude, that's the fucking shit that Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell will play you to try to get you comfortable before they rape you or something like that. <laughs> Make it seem like they're totally cool. <laughs> yeah, this is a very much a fucking how do you do fellow kids fucking. <laughs> Oh man. Um, so yeah, I, I got, I got a few thoughts. Um, first of all, Brad C who submitted this, either you are trolling us or you are very new here. Um, because, uh, cause nobody who's ever listened to the show before would send that to us. Uh, again, unless you're trying to troll us. Um, I also have to say, usually, you know, we, we just, I'll cut out the, I'll cut out all any audio that happens while we're listening to this, but for the sake of full enjoyment, I think I got to leave Nate's laughter in on that one because it's, it's so good. As soon as as homeboy showed up singing, I almost (laughs) passed, I seriously almost passed out. I had my head on the fucking table. I couldn't see anything. I, I, I thought I was gone for, I thought I was gone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so my other thought is that the the person in question who was who who started off the song who was singing he appears to have an old english x on his hat i thought i saw maybe a, a uh, an x tattoo behind his ear my g if you were straight edge before i'm gonna tell you right now uh as one of the elder council members you are no longer straight edge you have oh, just had those rights revoked no as as the straight edge kurgan i'm gonna fucking behead you um, <laughs> yes, for sure. There, that is a more, that is more egregious than smoking crack at a minor threshold. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, there, there was, there was not a, a single good thing about that. And again, maybe you're trolling us, Brad, but for you to say the sentence, they still have the lingering flavor of East Coast, East Coast hardcore. It makes me think that you've never listened to East Coast, East Coast hardcore <laughs> once in your fucking life. Yeah, yeah, for real. There this, was, there wasn't anything there. There, there wasn't the lingering flavor of anything there. Just the scent of sweaty fourteen-year-olds. 
Yeah, man, this is this is like this is the worst of several worlds, really, because it's like I believe you in the sense that maybe you're you, they, these were hardcore dudes. So first of all, you got some dropouts who decided to 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 try for the lucrative thing, and evidently have really missed the mark because you're not even maintaining your website, and this dropped in November, and it doesn't seem to have blown up. Then you also have turn of the century radio pop punk, which is some of the most abominable music ever produced, but you're mixing it with some of the aesthetics of like 80s hair metal, which is another one of the worst genres ever produced. Um, and both of which are the, the, the creepy rapiness that pervades both of those genres is immense. So to have both of them compounding one another is really a fucking bad look. I, this is one of those bands that we haven't gotten in a while where like I, there's not a single kind thing I could say about this. This no, this no. is this is this is a pro- and and you know what for this is more reprehensible than some of the shit that we've gotten before because at least Bonnie and the Mere Mortals were just like wide brim hat wearing fucking normies from the suburbs of Chicago right, who they- were just trying to get their song placed at the beginning of a fucking like amc show right you guys shouldn't fucking know better you know what i mean yeah you know what like this is actually this is a fucking step below that like one man racist midi shit we had on from west virginia if yeah this is worse than racist music because at least that dude at least that dude has his fucking toes in the water of like i don't know some okay fucking music, right? Like street punk and fucking oi and stuff like that, albeit like a shitty take on it, both sonically and ideologically. But this is like, dude, this is seriously, man, this is like CEO punk rock that people actually want to play. Like, I can't believe that somebody's like, hey, you remember all those great fucking punk bands that you would hear on popular radio stations in circa 2002 let's write those kind of songs let's get back to the roots of punk rock let's play some real (laughs) punk here fellow children (laughs) right like the the fucking video the fucking video looks like one of those like shitty like internet like TikTok or Vine clips where it's like some angsty fucking 13 year old looking at a mirror, like lip syncing the fucking song to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Like I said, there's, there's, there's not one good thing that can be uttered about this. I mean, this is, this is really the most reprehensible shit that's come across our desk in uh, in a very fucking long time, May- maybe ever. As I said, just because because you guys should know better. And at least a band like Nixed, uh, who sucked horribly, uh, yeah. were like trying to play something that was still like akin to punk and hardcore. Yeah, Th- this is like uh, this is pure like pedo music, man. This yeah. is like. I don't know, dude. This is what, um, this this is bad enough that Jet Jaguar are persona non grata in Indiana. Yeah, for sure. Don't fucking show up here, man. And I'll recognize you. Your fucking visages have been emblazoned into my mind's eye. If I see you walking down the street, I will know, and it is on site. Yep. Like Epstein, let's let Epstein didn't kill himself 
and uh, neither will you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is, we are official. I think this is maybe the first time we've done this, but this is the official demo listen green light on Jet Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah man this 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 offends me to the very fucking core of my being yeah. um this is this is repulsive um yeah i i would have rather i would have rather this song been a 4 minute string of racial slurs tied together in a fucking in a stream of consciousness rant than what i was just pre- presented with because at least that's out on the open out in the open this seems like some fucking nefarious ploy to to ingratiate yourself to teenage girls, which is never a fucking good look. It's, it's fucking abhorrent, right? It's it's yeah. just awful. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't say anything more about it, right? It's it's irredeemably bad. Yep, Jet Jaguar, please flip your fucking van. Um. So we got to roll the dice and hope for the best because it's been a pretty fucking bad episode, man. Yeah, it really has. Um, okay, here we go. This is our last chance. Uh, three again. Okay, uh, so this is definitely one of the ones that has the highest chance of being being okay. It's uh, Purple Toothpaste. The Bandcamp is purpletoothpaste.bandcamp.com. The record is the record is Scaly Floral Vine. Um, like I said, it was sent, sent over by John Fett, um, which could go one of two ways. John, I love you, but John likes music way more than most people I know. Uh, he, this is a man that just genuinely fucking loves music and therefore some things get into his, into his sphere that do not penetrate mine. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure if this will, if this will meet the standards or not, but it's, uh, you know, it's drum and bass, uh, experimental grindcore power violence. I see all those tags. Like I said, I mean, my, immediately my brain goes to man is the bastard. John, John Um, is, um, John is a type of happy person that I wish I could be straight up, man. Like one of the best dudes I've ever met. (laughs) John. John will go off just as hard for some fucking solo singer songwriter shit as he would for fucking integrity. Um, right. He just genuinely loves right, music. Right. And that's right. awesome. But um, also, that is suspect. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, yeah. So do we just want to listen to what they what they hit us with out the gate? Um, it looks like they got the first song queued up to play. So let's just trust their instincts on it and and, and assume that they're putting their best foot forward. Okay. Um, so we're gonna listen to Kaleidoscopic Acid Whirl by by Purple Toothpaste off of their release Scaly Floral Vine. Hey, old buddy! Purple Toothpaste 401 Hash Sling and Blast Crew. Let's fucking do it up. Go! <laughs> Yeah, 
That was the song Kaleidoscopic Acid World by the band Purple Toothpaste off of their release Scaly Floral Vine. Um, that was considerably less Man is the Bastard than I expected it to be. Uh, I will say that Mike, the individual who is on bass and primary vocals, I assume, is uh, a hell of a player. There were some interesting riffs in there, um, but uh, I ultimately felt that, felt this was pretty underwhelming. I think it would have hit me a lot harder if there had been some far beefier production. If I saw this live in a basement, it would be entertaining for 10 to 15 minutes, and I would probably be impressed by the musicianship of the players, but I wouldn't remember it in a month. Yep. That's my... That's my take on this. This is the sort of thing that I only want to see once per year in a basement. Um, yep. And and it's, you're right about the production and everything. But another thing is, the Man is the Bastard wagon is a very daunting wagon to hitch yourself to. And I think a lot of people sort of underestimate the quality of your musicianship and just your songwriting if you really want to like hold your fucking own um for sure by you know trying to sound like man is the bastard um, yes yeah, like scafe is one of the only bands that i've that i've seen that's exactly. really come close exactly know? i mean it's it's such a singular sound um especially man is the bastard stuff that's like because because like nobody plays the fucking like noisy boop 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 fucking ray gun man is the bastard shit it's always right. the fucking drum and bass you know proto power violence shit um, yeah. and like post power violence shit that they play. Um, mm-hmm. and it's such a singular fucking sound from the tone of the bass and, and everything to the production. It's such a singular fucking thing that exists that, that basically only one band from, for a certain time period ever really pulled off. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sca- mm-hmm. yeah, Scape's a good example of a, of a more modern band that did it that I, I enjoyed. I saw, you know, you and I saw them live and I was like, fuck, these guys are awesome. <clears throat> Seen them live a couple of times. I have a yep. couple other records, but, uh, I pull out fucking, you know, some of the men, the brutality continues a lot more fucking often than I pull out a scape record, because if I'm going to listen to scape, totally. why the fuck wouldn't I just listen to man as a bastard? It's the same yeah. thing with like when carcass was broken up and not around. And there was the County medical examiners, right. That were basically mm-hmm. just playing symphonies of sickness era fucking carcass. Right. And they were on relapse and they were kind of a big deal. Um, Why would I listen to that when I could listen to Carcass? I have a couple county medical records, what a medical examiner records. They're fine. But um, why would I listen to that if I could listen to Carcass? Um, Yeah, for sure. And this is tongue in cheek, goofy fucking basement shit that is not intended to go any further than that and will never go any further than that. And that's fine. Um, right. But um, I'd still rather fucking hear Skull Crusher, Prune Belly, or Starvation Cage than I would any one of these songs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no no contest, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be mad if this came through my basement and it was a 10 to 12 minute set. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I, I'm sure I would be thoroughly impressed by the musicianship. The the bassist is uh, is going off yeah. for sure. Um, you know, y'all are talented. I'm sure this is just uh, something you did as a lark. Uh, you know, you're hanging out with your homie, you're having a good time, you're recording some grind songs. I'm not mad at it, but as we've said time and time again, this is also a form 
that we were inundated with. Now, not to this quality per se, because there is a lot we've 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 seen a lot of just like mince core bands that uh, that don't even put forth a quarter of this degree of effort in their songwriting. You know, so don't get me wrong. Uh, this is, I still think, a cut above a lot of those bands. But you know, Nate and I were inundated with fucking basement grind for years, so it, it's it's hard to catch our ear and uh, actually suck us in. It's very rare that I hear a band doing that approach that really um, I feel like you know deeply engaged with. You know, this didn't get there for me, but I'm not mad at it at all. And compared to uh, a lot of the shit that we heard tonight. Um, you know, I, it's certainly better than Jet Jaguar. It's certainly fucking better than Hanging Fortress, Jamie Vane's and the Quick Fix and shit, right? So it's, it's, you had a low bar to clear tonight. It's closer to the, it, it, it's, 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 it's basement DIY roots, which, you know, right. is uh, essentially what I, you know, really cut my teeth on and um, what really I hold, I hold, you know, I guess in the highest esteem or, or, or most dearly, right? Um, for sure. So yeah, the, the, the aesthetic and the ethos is closest to what I fucking jive with. Um, it's fine. It's not something that I would ever listen to again, unless I happen right. to see him live. And yo, this just came out like fucking five days ago. Um, yeah. like last week, John, John has to know these dudes. There's, there's no other fucking way that John would know about this. Uh, yeah, that's very possible. I, and I mean, John is uh, is a very social person. Uh, again, one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Goes out of his way to meet people. Basically, the opposite of of what I do in social situations. Uh, and uh, I think has endeared himself to uh, a, a pretty uh, a, a lot of folks in the national and international grind and power violence scene. So I think he probably has uh, has a um, a direct line to a lot of new releases that maybe other people don't have because yeah I, I doubt that uh, I doubt this would have been put across our come across our radar without uh, without him boosting it but uh, but yeah it, it, you know like I said it wasn't terrible but uh, I wasn't particularly impressed by it either you know yeah and uh, I guess that's the best we can say about this whole episode right um, <laughs> yeah pretty much man I mean boy I tell you what there's a uh... There was a lot of fucking turds in the bowl tonight. There were, man. Yeah, and I mean, even the stuff that, even the stuff that wasn't fucking awful, it just it it didn't it didn't soar to the heights it could have, right? Like I was, I had I had high hopes for the cruelty stuff, and uh, it really paled in comparison to the LP. So I was disappointed by that. Um, the the spice stuff was really good. No no denying that. You know, the hanging fortress right. stuff unfortunately occupied exactly the space that I expected it to. There just there weren't. Uh, other than that spice track, there just there weren't any any standouts tonight. And then of course we got you know Jet Jaguar who who are now on my hit list. Yo, so. that shit was the I, honestly you know we should, we we have like I, you and I both have like an internal fucking like counter of what was the worst shit we've heard in the show so far. And Jet Jaguar was yeah. it easily. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is absolutely the case for sure. Right. Because, I mean, like I said, there's there's so much about it that's reprehensible. Yeah, it, it was you know when I about 15 years ago, I was working at a lumber mill, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a shit job. You know, the kind of job that like it was in between. Like I'd finished my my, my graduate work, and I was just sort of in between positions, and and I just needed something to fucking make some money. So I decided to work this this uh, temp gig at a fucking lumber mill. And, uh, it was, it was work that it's the kind of work that like, 
you can't imagine human beings still doing. You know what I mean? Right. Like we were just picking yeah. up boards, uh, packing orders of boards. Um, and the only reason that humans still did it was because the company couldn't afford machinery to fucking sort the fucking boards. Um, and it was real shit work. Anyway, lots of stories from that fucking job. Cause that's the only thing that makes those jobs livable is the hijinks, uh, that go on. And I, I, there were plenty of people that that's what they fucking do. Right. And hey, you work, right. I, I'm not going to fucking shit on anybody for fucking working. Um, sure. But there was this <clears throat> forklift driver there named Butch. Butch was big and fat, as you would imagine a man who had done nothing but drive forklifts for most of his career all day, eight hours a day, sometimes 10 hours a day, five, six, seven days a week uh, right. would be, um, especially given that, you know, he works a shit job. Sure. So Butch was big and fat and Butch was sweaty and he always smelled like sweat. And... Um, this show kind of reminds me of Butch because he was a nice guy, but everything about him sucked, right? Yeah. You know? Well, one day I go into the bathroom and the bathroom at this place was abhorrent. Um, two of the stalls always had water in them and I don't even know if it was fucking water, right? But I'm not using mm-hmm. it. And the stall that I do like to use, of course, is closed. So as I'm coming in, uh, I can smell Butch as I walk into the fucking bathroom, right? I can smell mm-hmm. his BO and I turn around and I leave. And I stand out by the vending machines. And if there's one thing I fucking hate, it is the sight and smell of feces. Um, yeah, I know that about you. <laughs> I, I fucking hate the smell of shit. I don't like fucking looking at it. I fucking hate turds. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm standing out by the vending machines because I got to go. And Butch is in there, and I'm sure it's not shit not using the two fucking wet, broken toilets. And I'm not sitting in there next to fucking shitting Bush, next to shitting Butch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, ugh. Anyway, a few minutes goes by. I don't know how much time Butch finally finishes. He comes out. We cross paths by the fucking vending machines. Nathan, Butch, give each other the nod, walk into the fucking bathroom. It smells like hot fucking Butch right? Hot butch and shit. And I'm really having a hard time, but I got a fucking shit. So I walk over to the stall that he's in and I open it up and I, I swear to God, it was like, it was like a a spectral entity threw a lightning (laughs) bolt into my brain. When I, the, the, the sight and the smell and the sound of the gargling toilet, the smell of butch and shit, and then in the fucking swirling, gargling toilet were, were like flecks of mucus. And then one, one mucus covered pea that looked like a fucking green egg and ham swirling oh, around no. in the water. And Jesus I immediately Christ. fucking puked. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. And I could not tell this story for probably three years without fucking oh. gagging. Cause I, it would just bring to my mind my, my, it was etched in my brain, that fucking pea swirling around that, that legume, that one greasy legume swirling around in the water that had not been swallowed by the toilet yet. And I fucking yeah. immediately vomited everywhere. <laughs> uh, jet Jaguar were the fucking shitty pea swirling in the fucking bowl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that story would lead to <laughs> lead to that kind of punchline. <laughs> yeah. 
No. For sure, man. This was ser- this is seriously one of the like this is probably the most stacked deck we've had of just bullshit, I think, uh certainly this year, but perhaps since the beginning. It very well might be, man. Yeah, this was... uh, We've had some lackluster episodes recently. We've definitely had a few others where we haven't liked anything, but I don't think any of them have had a standout like like Jet Jaguar. So this is like... Yeah, it was bookended by bands that I'm... You know, we're totally ambivalent to. um, And then right in the center, that juicy nougat core that is uh, Jet Jaguar's truly fucking reprehensible and abysmal contribution to mm. the history of human creativity. Mm. Uh, yeah. The, in, uh, in our leftist authoritarian state, Jet Jaguar goes straight to the fucking gulag. Dude, I, honestly, in my leftist, leftist authoritarian state, I don't know who the fuck isn't going to the goddamn gulag at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Um, so I guess maybe we need to leave music behind for the night for, and, and head towards yeah. greener pastures. Yeah. We, uh, we, we've got some, we've got some messages we can listen to. Okay. Um, maybe a little interaction with our adoring fans will, uh, will cheer us up because we, you know, you tried to amend your initial statement and, and, uh, take on a more positive mindset going into this. And I got to say, this was an instance in which um, your your attempts were not rewarded by the universe. Yeah, I, karma did yeah. not smile, smile upon you. No, they certainly did not. Though, I, though, though, I struggled to break free the bondage that I have anchored myself to in my rock of hate. Um, the waves just battered me upon the edifice tonight. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. So, so yeah, maybe let's uh, let's listen to a few messages and 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 see what the see what's on the mind of the people out there tonight. So yeah, let's uh, let's dive into that. We got like five. We can we can blaze through them real quick. What's up, cool dudes? Uh, it's your boy Roswick. Um, I just wanted to say I don't think I've laughed as hard uh, in a long time as I did a couple weeks ago when you read the email from a uh, New York hardcore band called Total Meltdown. Uh, being a New York dude, I can completely picture the type of person that uh, sent you that email. Uh, so I just found it hysterical. Uh, with that said, though, my question to you is, would you ever consider doing some sort of like follow-up episode? Uh, maybe it's someone responding to something you've said on the podcast or someone trying to shit with you or whatever, et cetera. Uh, I feel like this could potentially be extremely entertaining. So love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Peace. Okay. All right, so uh, that was Roswick. I th- I'm not sure. Sh- I think Roswick's called into the show before, but I think it's been quite a few months. I know he's been listening since pretty much the beginning. So shout out to Roswick from uh, from New York. Yeah, uh, I, when I read that email, the a very specific New York hardcore dude archetype definitely popped into my head as well. So I, I imagine we probably found that entertaining for the same reasons. Um, in response to, you know, giving somebody an opportunity to, to, to respond to something that we've said on an episode or somebody, you know, coming to us with beef or shit talk or whatever, that's, I mean, that's really precisely the purpose of this, uh, of this phone line, right? I mean, it's also just to field thoughts and questions and shit from people who listen to the show, but, from day one, we have encouraged shit talk on this, on, on this phone line. And we've got 
none of it. You know what I mean? This is this is the perfect venue for uh, for somebody to get at us. We put it in the, the descriptor to all of our episodes on iTunes and Spotify and shit. Our email is easy to find. There's a Facebook group. There's a Discord. I'm I'm easy to find on the internet. You know, if if anybody wanted to uh, to offer up a rebuttal to something that we said, the the avenues are definitely there. Um, it just seems like people don't uh, don't don't take advantage of them because typically I, I've found that. As far as bands that we roast on here, they either take it take it in stride and they're good natured about it, and we end up forging some sort of internet acquaintanceship because of it, because they found it entertaining or accurate or whatever, or they get really mad about it and they post online about how they're going to fight me if if I come to their state. There's not really a lot of middle ground where somebody's like. Hey, I disagree with what you said about my band, and I would like to—I would like to have a conversation about it. I have yet to be confronted with anything like that. So, I guess the minute that somebody does do something like that, I'd, I'd be happy to field it. But until such a time, uh, you know, I guess I—I I, I don't know if it's in the—I don't know if that's in our future or not. So, yo, sorry, we had a we had a brief technical difficulty there. Um, but uh, but last I left off, uh, yeah, I w- what's 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 your feeling about uh, the potential of an on air rebuttal, Nate? Yeah, it'd be fine. I mean, nobody's ever called us called us up, and maybe that's because no one gives a shit. Um, that's probably why. Um, or maybe they're just a bunch of chickens. I don't know. Um, a, a bunch of babies. Um, maybe they cried themselves to sleep after they heard the song. After they heard what we had to say about their song, I don't know. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. No one's ever done it. That, that is the reason that we set the line up. Right. I will say that when you and I initially talked about this format of frank discussion about a band, it was as a cable access show with the fucking band sitting right there. Right. Um, and having like the band perform, we interview them, they perform, and then we give our extremely frank assessment of what we thought with the band sitting there. And if they had fucking anything to say about it, Maybe there'd be a confrontation right there, live on air between right. us and the band. We we never knew what was going to happen. Sure, um, but um, that seemed like too much work, so we went with this instead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean that that would definitely be in the spirit of the original idea. Um, uh, so, yo, so I'm I'm worried that because I I I kicked you out of the session and then you re-entered, I'm like worried that that the file the, the of of the recording um didn't save in which case we'll we'll have just forfeited an entire episode hopefully there's some sort of safeguard in place against that like hopefully this saves as it's going or something you know yeah um, boy that would suck wouldn't it it would suck a lot for sure <laughs> um it would suck to have an entire episode derailed and erased by a fucking uh technical error that was beyond our control but i guess if you're hearing this that didn't happen so there you go um do you want to just in case that did happen though i say let's maybe call it yeah um that way we don't waste the the voicemails on an episode that doesn't air you know what i mean and if they if this this does air then we'll just do them on the next episode no no harm no foul right so right 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 so yeah i wonder if it doesn't save i mean i wonder if there's some way to contact zencaster and like yo is that somewhere does that exist anywhere yeah, for sure. I mean, I doubt it. Like if it, if it's not immediately accessible to you, you know, you would th- if if it's a feature that exists, I imagine it's immediately accessible. And if it's not a feature that exists, um we're fucked. Yeah. Uh we've we've never uh, other than that fucking one um 
that one like bonus episode. We've never like lost an episode before, but basically every other podcast that I listen to with any regularity have lost at least one entire episode. So yeah. I guess maybe this is like this will be our our entry into like we're really we're really in the podcasting game now. That it's yeah. the hallmark of being real podcasters is you lose an entire fucking episode. I guess we'll find out. Indeed. So, uh, so yeah, if you're, if, if indeed this episode is airing, um, we'll wrap it up here. If you, uh, if you want to submit music to us, send it over to demo, listen podcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash demo, listen podcast. The first part of our Rorschach family tree episode just went up. Um, and we're going to be recording the second part here shortly. Um, and then if you want to call and talk some shit, as was just discussed, you can call us at two six zero two 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 eight three four one and uh on that i guess we'll uh we'll sign off for the week because like i said as of right now i don't even know if anybody is hearing the words that i'm saying so we will uh we will holler at you next time